So you're probably saying to yourself, like, I think I can start my own podcast. Well, one thing you need to do right now is download this free app called Anchor. It's free. All the tools you need to literally record right from your phone is right on this app. And anyone that listens to Spotify, Apple, and many more will be able to listen to your podcasts. And you don't need to pay anything. It's free and everything is right here. So please download this app and get your podcast going. Bye. Tell me if my background is too loud. Let me put you. How are you doing? You can hear me? We're good? Yes, okay. I'm good. Okay. I'm actually at a restaurant. So tell me if it's too loud. Okay. Is it too loud? Mm-mm. Okay, good. I can hear you. Girl, I'm eating sushi. Hey, where are you at? <laughs> I'm in Boston. What is the name of this restaurant, babe? Oh, we don't even know. We what just literally. What part of Boston? Girl, we just wanderlust. We, <laughs> we literally were trying to get a lobster roll. And then we ended up Googling sushi near me. And we're at Zen. This is Zen. This is Zen. That's what it's called. Let me see if I can. I flip my camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yes. It's been a minute since I had sushi. So, guys, be be a little bit forgiving as I eat. Because I'm hungry. Girl, that is not... This is how um, regular girl talks be happening on FaceTime, eating, Good. drinking, all of that. Make it mm-hmm. personable and normal as possible. So I'm going to let people get in because everyone said they're going to be. So eight. Give it two more minutes. Two more minutes. Here we go. Warm it up. How was was it flying? Good. Okay. There are good precautions in place. Have to keep your face covered, obviously. We are like crazy. Super clean. We sanitize. We sanitize all our stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't check bags. Because okay. we don't know who's touching your stuff. We, we <laughs> handle our own stuff. Girl, this is really our new normal. So it, like, to me, because it's already, t- I don't know, it's stifling already when you're, like, on the airplane. And then to have a mask, was it? Yeah, <laughs> it sucks. Right. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, but hey. That's, that's, the, that's the new thing. That's the new wave. I know. And, I and it's like really it. sad. Yeah, I don't like it. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. I'm not because I just because you know it's weird with um, Instagram. They sometimes like to block lives when you say certain things. So I'm not even gonna say what I was about to say. I'll just leave that for another. Oh really? <laughs> I mean, I'm not used to Instagram at all. Mm-hmm. I'm a Facebook girl. Cause yeah, Facebook. Um, they screen like certain things. If you say, they kind of just like shadow ban you. Uh-huh. And they'll block people from seeing your posts. And with Instagram too, if you get too much into it, they'll just stop 
letting that 10% because the algorithm is already messed up. Uh-huh. So they'll just make it less. So people like you, people will really have to be following you hard to know, oh, wow, this person. What's going on? Yeah. And you know, I've heard of a lot of black female um, content creators on Facebook who complain about that. Mm-hmm. Like they're being censored. Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Yeah, I didn't know like the technicalities behind it, but I have. That's not the first time I've heard that. And it was, um, and it's so crazy because it's just like people can talk about certain things, but when you start getting to like the nitty gritty, that's when they want to censor it. I'm like, hold on, like what's really freedom of speech anymore if you can't really speak? Exactly. Oh boy. All right. So how well? How was your weekend? <laughs> how, how's your day been going so far? My my day has been amazing. That's good. We drove from um, Jersey to here. We actually had a round trip trip ticket from Jersey to Fort Lauderdale because my sister had a, a baby shower. Oh, congratulations! Yes, but even more, girl. There's more. <laughs> it's always something. <laughs> we flew out there. It was cute, you know, baby shower. <laughs> And her man proposed to her. <gasps> oh, yeah! It's like it's like it's, it's like just so much. It's like, hold on, wait. <laughs> like, what's going Girl, on? we were so shocked that we extended our ticket, oh, and we <laughs> hey. we drove to Boston because we have a cousin who lives in Boston. We said, you know what? We're gonna ride with you. Went to Boston, and we're gonna have our return flight going to Fort Lauderdale. That's what's up. Logan, yeah. Logan International Airport. I, is I, it? I don't even know. I've only been to Boston girl, once. This is my second time visiting. That's 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 like my second. I miss it. We might stay though. Boston is beautiful. It is, especially like yeah. the downtown area. It's Back Bay. I'm in. I'm obsessed with Back Bay. That's what I used to just sit out um, by the water, or I would be at the library just chilling. Hmm. All yeah, right. I think we might move. And it's really because my sister, she's um, a nurse practitioner, mm-hmm. and she's always, it's always, that market is always um, jumping. Girl. And it's a lot of opportunities, really big opportunities. Really the, two, big opportunities. the three biggest places for nursing. New York, well, California, yeah. first of all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, bank per hour. Yeah. California, New York, and Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And that's, like, crazy to me because I'm just, like, why, like, the pay, like, the pay is so much more different. And it's just, like, whoa. <laughs> Folks <laughs> say that it's the cost of living. No. Even when you mm-hmm. factor in the cost of living, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's way more beneficial to leave Florida. Florida's tripping. Florida trips on a lot of things. They do. They do. It mm-hmm. don't make sense to me at all. Yeah. All right. So I want to know three fun facts about you. <sighs> okay. I like to travel. If anybody knows me, they know that. I love to travel. <laughs> traveling for me is a way to it's like a humble reminder mm-hmm. yeah. like when I travel I'm reminded that my reality is just that mm-hmm. mine you know there are several different realities there are di- several different norms and cultures and I love to learn about different cultures mm-hmm. my other fun fact I like to sketch I love to sketch yeah I love to sketch. I'll show you some of my work. Mm-hmm. Um, what's another one? Zane, what's another good one? Babe, what's a fun fact about me? <laughs> I said I like to travel. I like to sketch. What else? You love to drink. Did you hear that? That's in there. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm supposed to be professional. I'm <laughs> Nurse Taisha. <laughs> I like to go to church on Sundays. Hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, hey, we gonna we gonna we gonna slide that in there real quick. Like, and hey. Mike, you need to be quiet for the rest of the. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like, hold on, you're on mute. <laughs> you had one job. One job. One to make me look good. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's get into this. So I want to thank everyone. That's all we here. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. So we're going to get down to this girl talk. So as we all know, Taisha, if you don't know, she is a Florida International, Florida International University graduate with a bachelor's in nursing. And she's, I'm about to start out my words. <laughs> That's what I get. She's all the way around girl. So we all know in this pandemic, adulting, it's, it's just a lot going on and you're trying to um, manage your sanity while doing that. So I wanted to ask you, like, how are you maintaining your sanity as an adult and then being in the forefront of everything? Like you see it oh, firsthand. Yeah. yeah. Like you see, you see, like we don't, we see what the media tells us, but we, you actually are in the forefront of it. So how do you maintain, yeah. maintain all of that? As an aside, I am a critical care nurse, so for a long period of time, our unit was just COVID. So not every nurse that you see is dealing with COVID on a daily basis. So that, like, that's a whole other layer. But mm-hmm. in the beginning of, like, COVID, March, and things like that, that's actually when I was starting this new position as a, um, in this particular critical care unit. Mm-hmm. And... During that time, I was actually getting my orientation and things like that and my critical care course from home. It was via Zoom for a period of time. Yeah. How did, so how did that home. work? Girl. <laughs> we'll just. All right. We're, we're going to just ignore that part. It, it barely worked. Okay. So. <laughs> we okay so one thing is that like i was home so a lot so like a lot of americans actually had that as as an essential worker i was kind of in a limbo area where i was actually still home Mm -hmm. so i was um during that time my mom actually contracted covid she's a nurse too she had covid yes and you know we'd be over there and she you know she was serious about Mm self-quarantining she was she would not leave her room for about a month Mm -hmm. so it was a lot of taking care of her making sure that she was okay kind of not even really knowing how she's doing behind the closed door Mm -hmm. but one thing that we did to make sure that we were sane, and i'm saying we like my fiance and i Mm -hmm. we would do puzzles we would try to spend a lot of time together and like mm-hmm. communicate a lot and talk. We'd get in the pool, we'd grill. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd try to like have some semblance of like normalcy as best as we could. We just were really just trapped at home. And we just tried to make ourselves entertained, really. But now, um, it's a matter of accepting that this is a new norm. This is our new normal. Yeah, it is, girl. It is. It's not going anywhere. I know. Me neither. (laughs) It's a matter of being aware, being Mm -hmm. prudent, being responsible, but also being realistic. Girl, your life is not going to stop. That's true. You can't stop your life. You can't. Mm -mm. We don't know when this is leaving. Yeah, and I think, like, that's, like, with it's, like, you don't know when, and it's, like, you know, jobs are affected. Schools are affected. Like you said with Zoom, kids are learning in Zoom and I'm seeing all these memes and all this stuff. I'm like, like I feel bad for them because this is not right. Like, it's like, what yeah. like what's wrong? And the teachers, you can tell they're more stressed out doing this Zoom than they were um, teaching. Teaching. And that says a lot. Yeah. It's crazy because I saw one it was one child like he was sleeping in the zoom and the teacher was basically saying like she's she can't do this anymore like she's fed up she just can't i'm just like oh my god this is sad like yeah and another thing is and it's like i don't want to be like a doomsday person but it is our reality especially as critical care nurses we are seeing a lot of death yeah, like how's it affecting your mental? Like how, like you know, you're like you're seeing it. Like how do you look at life now, seeing it? Like, you know, it's just my. I know that I keep saying it's our new normal, 
when it comes to the death side of things, when it comes to the kind of gloomy side, like really COVID face to face, I'm trying my best not to accept that as my new normal, mm -hmm. you know, especially in my profession. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be numb to death. I don't mm -hmm. want to be numb to those things. And unfortunately, you catch yourself like, girl, you catch yourself accepting it. And it's, it's not normal. Mm -hmm. And you have to kind of remind yourself it's not normal. This is this is an anomaly. This is a situation that we're going through as a whole. This is not nursing. This is not healthcare. Because girl, there's a lot of death with mm -hmm. COVID. And then you'll work on these patients. You'll work on these patients. You'll do everything, everything possible, and you barely see a change. And that's discouraging. That would that would really trip. Um <laughs> Ooh, that would trip me up. That would trip me up bad. Yeah. Because it's just like, and then, you know, they don't get to see their family, you know? So it's just. Mm -hmm. I have a patient. He hadn't seen his family in over two months. Oh, Fighting for his life on a ventilator, everything, ups and downs. Ups and downs. And his family was never able to see him. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. So knowing what you know now, what would you have told yourself 10 years ago? Wait, what do you mean? As it relates to what? Life in general. Like, what would you have told yourself 10 years? Like, no, like being like, you know, I feel like we're, we're never not learning, you know, like every new yeah. chapter. It's like, okay, wait, I thought I was prepared for this, but I'm not. It's like, so what would you would have told yourself 10 years ago knowing what you know so now so you you know me ten, you knew me 10 years ago That's you crazy. knew me 10 years ago i know it's been a while girl we're getting old girl don't say that <laughs> i refuse to accept it <laughs> you knew me i i mean maybe like not not 10 years but close to 10 years ago yeah but i was like i don't know if you remember like i was so serious I was such a you serious were. little girl. <laughs> you were. Girl, you are a little girl. Like, have fun. I, I was like, I had great mentors at a very young age. Like, I learned a lot of big things. Like, I was given so much information at a very young age. And while they gave me, like, guidance as mentors, mm -hmm. I probably needed a little bit more because mm -hmm. I took that information and I ran with it. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I was so rigid, and I was so like hard on myself. Yeah, you were. I, you, I was, remember Adams, girl. In Adams class, y'all be cracking jokes. I'm like, look, Mark said you were. <laughs> <laughs> you, I was. I was. Especially Taisha was not playing about that. <laughs> girl, Black Power. <laughs> I was I, Queen of Sheba. <laughs> I am not doing this right now. No, this is unacceptable. Yeah, I'm... that is not funny. The white man put that in your head. Girl, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god! But also, like about spirituality too. Like I got exposed mm. to spirituality at a pretty young age, and it was like a lot of big information. And it was like, oh, your world just kind of like shifts, and you're like, this is big. Like, okay. I gotta like take this really seriously so if I like could meet myself 10 years ago I would tell myself like chill like you're doing good you're doing so good like it's okay you can laugh girl I was even back then I was like Beyonce is a bad example for the youth meanwhile 17 years 16 years old and like really like I love Beyonce it's okay like it's okay you can chill I was too serious, and I did. I wasn't able to like be myself. I wasn't able to like like make mistakes as much as I wanted to. Yeah, I didn't give myself grace. I didn't give myself grace. That's a big so one. That's mm -hmm. a big one. And I'm big on that now. Yes. But um, yeah, I would tell myself like, "You're doing great <laughs> as is. Like, chill. First, like, first of all, chill." <laughs> Girl, 
those it's and it's like it's crazy because it's just like when we were that age like we had life mapped out like we think like life was gonna be this girl (laughs) and then it was just like um okay I'm, I'm gonna let you have your moment but this is what it's gonna be yeah let's all laugh together girl um, I, I had all these big plans but I really I specifically remember in Adam's class we all would sit there and we would talk and we would have our debates and I forgot what debate we were having and everyone got upset like we just didn't talk to each other and Miss Adams was looking at us like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "She low-key loved us though, because yeah, we were we just we were just doing our thing. I'm not gonna lie. We kept we kept that class. I feel like we were teaching ourselves in that class. Yes. But that's another topic for it. But I think that she, that was like a literature class. I think mm-hmm. that in literature, that's the point. Like that's the point of reading. That's the point of learning from from authors. Mm-hmm. is to like draw your own conclusions so that you can have a better look at the world and we were doing that and we Girl. were barely reading the book though <laughs> Girl. yes it was you know i think what it what started it was it opidius and we were having a whole dissertation. Oedipus. Girl, look at me. This is sad. It was Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, and we were having a whole, and we were correlating it to real life. Like, we were yeah. just doing the most. Oh, boy. So what motivates you to get up every morning? Girl, when I get up, it's like really feeling grateful. Like, I just feel grateful. I feel so grateful to live that life that I live. Amen. To be able to get up and move the way that I do. Amen. To be educated. Being educated is big to me. That's mm-hmm. like a blessing. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm blessed in so many different ways. That gratefulness, like, really gets me up, you know? Mm-hmm. I think about my ancestors. I think about where, you know, where my people came from. It could have been a whole different story. Mm-hmm. And it's not. So I'm very grateful. Yeah. And it's just like, I think, you know, sometimes we complain. It's just like, is it really that serious? Like, life could be much worse. Yeah, <laughs> let's have a yeah. moment. Like, let's just be still and be grateful because life could be worse. Oh, don't get me wrong. I complain. I still complain. <laughs> girl. But I'm still checking myself simultaneously. Like, girl, girl you know it could have been worse. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. If you can do anything for the rest of your life, what would it be? Travel. I'm here I for was it. Just, yeah, I was just talking to my fiance about that. Like, hey, dude, you need a remote job. Like, <laughs> let's do that. that one. Let's do this one. I would love to, like, my dream, because I'm in nursing. Nursing is all over the world. There's always a demand. There's a shortage of nurses in the world, like, just everywhere. Mm-hmm. I can get a job anywhere. True. I would, like for him to get like a remote job and we're like waking up in Morocco mm. you know, yes. drinking coffee yes. in the sunlight like if I could do anything I would I would travel because when I travel I learn so much about myself and others like and I love to learn so yeah travel. do you do you mind sharing what does he do He's in finance, so he he's a I know <laughs> he's a credit manager. He's a credit manager for a company, so he's the one who's who's extending credit and, and deciding. <laughs> we need to talk for the high. No, no, no. But these are for like high rollers because he works in the gaming industry. So sometimes these multimillionaires will come into the property and like they don't. Dang, Mike, am I saying this right? <laughs> We're like, phone a friend. Come, come. I'm not doing okay. <laughs> okay. So sometimes they don't have their, their they, they want to ex- get a line of credit instead, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's the one who extends it or denies it, and he's the one who's managing that whole process. Girl, That's all that I'm going to is... say before I mess up. <laughs> That is really dope. Yes, I'm here for this. I feel like he doesn't need to be in the office for that, though. He doesn't. Just Zoom me. What do you want? Zoom me. (laughs) Zoom me. I got you. So you want want this? Okay, I got this. Background check. Everything. Mm -hmm. That's all on the computer. Yeah. 
But so, I do think that with COVID, we'll start seeing these industries change. I think yeah. that they're seeing and they're realizing that, okay, this job does not need to be an in-person job. Like, they can do it on the computer. They can, like, log in and do their jobs the way that they need to. So That's true, because even Google and another company, they're saying that they rather um, have their workers work remotely. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to, I think, what was it, on um, Squawk Box? And but they're gonna have to take a pay cut because they're not they're not traveling no more. But they're just gonna be working remotely. But some industries you don't need to be at the office. I feel like it's more you of a don't. control thing. People just want to see you. Think I don't. You don't need to be at the. I don't. Know. And that's a discussion about respectability con, con politics. That's a that's a yeah. question of like just antiquated systems. Yeah. Even like when you work in an office in a cubicle, why do you need to dress up? You, why do you need to dress up? Who can who sees you? <laughs> they get this and that. I'm I'm. What's the point? Like yeah, hello, yeah. I'm. It's it's a wrap. I don't. It's but uh, make it make sense. Yeah. So do you feel people? Um, are as knowledgeable about COVID? Like, do you feel people are misinformed? Do you feel, well, we know the media tells us what we want to hear. Do you feel like pe- like there's enough, know- well, correct knowledge being passed around about what COVID is really doing to the body? And that whole, I'm like, you know, they were saying that some, si- some symptoms affect other people differently than others yeah yeah, Yeah. differently than others so with covid what i'm finding even as a healthcare professional is that we're still learning Mm -hmm. we're still learning so i try my best to extend grace to people to the public like you're not even seeing it you're not even dealing with it so of course like it's going to be a lot harder to navigate that Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'm finding a lot of misinformation and a lot of incomplete information being being dispersed amongst our public. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I want to be clear about is, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to discourage anyone. I don't want to make people feel, like, bleak or, like, we, you know, it's kind of like a never-ending hole. But healthcare professionals are figuring it out, too. Okay. So don't feel like you need to feel you need to be some type of expert on COVID. Mm-hmm. Even the experts aren't experts on COVID. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I've heard things like black folks can't get COVID, or that we have some type of genetic superiority. Mm-hmm. And you know, as far when it comes to genetics, there are certain things that may run true, absolutely, but it's still real, and mm-hmm. it's still something that's being contracted by all races all socioeconomic backgrounds is still something that is 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 happening mm-hmm. um i've heard that it's a hoax i have i have a particular friend who's always posting about it being a hoax <laughs> and it's like oh sheeple the sheeple are are being controlled by government and it's you know i i see both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm and I, I think that I, I think I recognize it as a coping mechanism. This is something that's very new and folks are just trying their best. But there's a lot of misinformation. So if you're on either side of the spectrum where you think that COVID is like die, 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 like it's everywhere. Oh my God. You're probably wrong. And if you think that COVID is nowhere and it's a complete hoax, you're probably wrong as well. So <laughs> Try to keep yourself as informed as possible. The literature is changing every single day. Yeah. We're learning things. Like, for example, in the beginning, yeah. you know, as a, you know, in the ICU, we were administering hydrochloroquine. Mm-hmm. We were doing that. And that's an anti-malarial medication. Mm-hmm. And as time moves on, we found out that that's not really the, the treatment of choice for COVID. So that's just an example of how things change and no one's ever going to be an expert. I'm not an agro. I'm definitely not an expert on COVID, but keep yourself updated. And even the information that you may be reading may be wrong for the time period and just, you know, wait till next week, you know, so <laughs> it changes. That's, I guess that there, there's no real way to answer that. 
because I may be misinformed right now, you know, and then next week we might find that the literature changes and the, you know, experts are, are recommending other forms of treatment. So it changes. So what would you advise people? Like, you know, like, I know for me, I'm, I know. Oh, like, my God. I'm, hold on. Hold on. My sister, Clarissa, Clarissa's on the live. <laughs> She hey, said, hey, hey. just wear a mask and wash your hands. That's literally all you can do. Okay, so, okay, here's my, okay, here's my question. For me, I'm, I'm like, how do I say this? It's like, I don't want to put myself, like, you know, at risk or, you know, you know, not, I don't want to be in everyone's You're face. always at risk. That's something, get that out of your head. You're always at risk. It's a pandemic. It's everywhere. But how can I reduce my risk? What Clarissa said. Just wear a mask and wash my hands. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to be a hermit, you know, that's, that's your prerogative. If you feel like it's important for you to just stay home, don't interact mm -hmm. with anyone, that's your prerogative. But also check your mental health. Make sure mm -hmm. that that's not a result of you feeling intense anxiety when mm -hmm. it comes to the thought when, when you're thinking about stepping outside or or resuming your normal life. So would you, so it's okay. So even if like, let's say in large settings, like I've seen, I've just seen, I've just, I've been seeing craziness now. I know we've all been seeing craziness. Yeah. Even if though, like, you know, that I see people like, okay, for example, going to a restaurant, they want you to wear your mask once you get in, but then take it off when you get outside. When you, get, you want when me you to get show y'all the restaurant I'm in? Mm -hmm. oh, let me show y'all. There's a lot of space. Mm -hmm. So we're not like, they won't, they really won't seat like at 100% occupancy. Mm -hmm. They'll space you out. But when you go to Publix, mm -hmm. what happens? When you go to Walmart, what happens? Mm -hmm. When you go to work, what happens? That's why I say, like, can you eliminate that risk? No. No, you can't. Even when you get groceries delivered to yourself, you're still at risk. Interesting. Tell me what you think, girl. Tell me. Listen, if you don't agree. No, I I feel like like me and my wife like we we work at we work for the we work at the same company, but his area is more high traffic than my area, uh -huh. so there's nothing much that we can do but wear a mask at work. You know, there's there's not get we get tested every every month, and there's nothing much that we can do besides wash our hands, carry a sanitizer, have a mask. That's all that we can do. But then there's also where I just don't put myself, you know, in situations where I can put myself, you know, where it's mm -hmm. just like, okay. Don't, yeah, I wouldn't go to the club. Yeah, like I, I wouldn't like, go to a concert. I wouldn't go to a Trump rally. Yeah, like, and it's just like, <laughs> I see people doing things. I'm like, you know, that's, that's fine and dandy, but I know I won't. You know, I'm not going to yeah. double whammy myself. Like, oh, no. like I'm good. <laughs> but some people would say that they wouldn't get on a plane and go to their sister's baby shower, yes. you know, or baby shower. So, it, I mean, the way that I see it, the way that I'm doing it, I'm trying, I'm following the law, first of all. Like, <laughs> can't lock me up. I'm not an outlaw. <laughs> but um, also, I'm being reasonable. I'm mm -hmm. taking precautions. That's all I'm, I do. I'm doing my best because... Unfortunately, not a Trump <laughs> girl. I saw that too. I saw it at the same time. <laughs> but, I um, I understand, and I I personally feel like I'm not gonna state it as fact because no one there are experts on COVID. We're still learning COVID, <laughs> girl. Every time you do it, I gotta do it too. <laughs> but we're no one is an expert, so I don't want to sound like an expert. But it doesn't seem like it's going anywhere for a while. So I'm going to try my best to create a new normal within reason. 
That makes I'm not going to go to a club. I'm not going to go to a Trump rally. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to make out with strangers. We're still working on it. I'm not going to make up with strangers. I'm going to share cups. I'm not going to not wear my mask. I'm going to wear my mask and wash my hands and do the best that I can. But I'm creating my new normal. Sure. I'm back. Yeah. And I like um, my one coworker. I forgot. She. I can't really say I'm really that close to her. But mm-hmm. she was saying like she would go out every like, you know, every day and you know, my other coworker is looking at her like, what? <laughs> like, you going out every day? You going to work? And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, I don't see nothing wrong with it. And then um, then my other core, like, he just started, like, panicking. And he's like, now nah, I got to go get tested. Nah. But I know he was just joking. But I'm just like, it's just calm down. Relax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like the media is, it's it's hyping it up and then you know we're hearing those horror stories about people you know that are having complications with covid and seeing the stuff on facebook and you know um some people may have relatives you know that passed away from it so it's just like yeah it's a lot like you know it's like do do i turn it up 100 percent or do i just go okay let's let's level this all out it's literally to the point where you kind of just got to create your own level out or whatever your own happy medium that's what doctors are doing they're creating their own happy mediums and a lot of like we're on our own with a lot of this this is completely random but as far as like constantly going out and people being nervous let's bring it back to nursing i've had my fellow nurses tell me that their family don't want to like they they don't want to be around them yeah they're like, oh, you work at a hospital? Absolutely not. <laughs> like, no, like, we're not doing One of this. my coworkers told me that her mom was like, oh, I miss you. Come see me. So she came to see her mom. Her mom stopped her at the driveway. And they had a conversation from the driveway. And she felt really bad about, like, herself. And she felt really bad Aww. about her job. Because, like, it was like she was being seen as something, like, dirty or infected. Mm-hmm. So there's that, too. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's very, especially, you know, people, I don't know, it's just, it's, like, it's scary and it's just, like, frightening. It's, like, a whole bunch of anxiety. You're, like, overthinking. Like, am I being too safe or am I being safe enough? Yeah. And it's just, hold on, this person just cough. What's going on? Girl, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on the airplane, like, hold on, wait a minute. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. When, yeah. when when I had went to L.A., there was this lady coughing, and there was this older couple, and the guy was like, she has one more time to cough. <laughs> and I'm about to him to turn this whole flight around. Period. And he just gave her that look. <laughs> like, he just said, ma'am. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. Yeah. And she never caught like she just she just held it in. You hit like you just had to go. I'm like, yeah, don't even do it. But one thing is, <sighs> I just want to say to like everyone, just if you're feeling any type of symptoms, don't take it lightly. Don't go around people. Mm-mm. It's literally your social responsibility. Mm-hmm. Don't go around people. Just don't. Even if you uh, think about uh, uh, no. Don't do it. It's not worth it because I know that they were talking about pre-existing conditions and things like that. I've mm-hmm. seen patients who didn't have pre-existing conditions, conditions who ended up on a ventilator, who ended up proned. So proning, okay. So one thing that we're doing, we're implementing at many critical care, in many critical care units, is that we're proning patients for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. What happens is that we, lay, we, we paralyze them using pharmaceuticals. We, we, we paralyze them using medications, and we sedate them, and we lay them on their... And then we intubate them. They're ventilated, and we lay them on their bellies for extended period of time. Mm. It can go up to, like, 48 hours. I've even seen 72... I've even heard of 72 hours. Just on your belly, not moving, not anything. And what that's supposed to do is it's supposed to optimize 
oxygenation. What happens is that your blood kind of pulls to the front of your lungs when you do mm-hmm. that. And they're able to, it's able, you're able to oxygenate your blood a little bit better that way. Because we're finding that COVID patients are not able to oxygenate their blood and they're not able to ventilate, which is getting CO2 or carbon dioxide off. So <laughs> we're seeing these patients who are being prone and ventilated and all these extreme things and they didn't have pre-existing conditions. So don't think like, oh, I'm, around, I'm going around my friends who are in their 20s and they're young and impressive and they're living life. It's okay if I, you know, I come around with that sore throat. Don't do it. Don't do it. You never know. I've had young patients, young patients who are prone for 72 hours. When we flip them over, their faces are jacked up because all of that fluid is just being built up toward the front of their face. Mm-mm. It's not worth it. Don't do that to your friends. So this, okay. So speaking of that, so, you know, you have the, like, you know, people that are, you know, still being social and then you have people that are being, you know, be kind of hermits. Hermits. Ooh, be careful, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> talk to your therapist. <laughs> okay. So do you feel, it's like, do you feel if it's okay if you don't want to be around those people? What that are like, like, let's say, okay, for example, I'm a hermit, and then you're a social, like, you're, you're just living your best life. And he's like, hey, I want to come around you, and I'm just like, no, no, is, is, sh- is, that, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely, especially if you have at-risk people in your family, mm-hmm. people that you interact with, absolutely. Do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. We don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't want to sound bleak or scare nobody. Mm-mm. But we don't know we don't know what we're doing. So you do what feels right for you until you find out guidelines from the CDC, from your personal doctor, from healthcare professionals that are known and trusted in your community. So mm-hmm. you get clear guidelines. Do what's best for you. If you know that this person has been at the club doing all types of things and and just constantly all upon others and you feel as though they are a risk, do what's best for you. If don't don't be around that if you don't mm-hmm. if you don't feel comfortable. No. Cause I, it's just like I don't know, it's just like you're playing a guessing game. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's just like, okay, not it. Not it's like what's that the like the it's like he loves me, he loves me not, he loves it's like we're Yeah. All right, so I'm going to, it's scary. So I'm going to slightly glide over to Uh this trendy topic. I know I'm going to butcher her name. I think her name is Jenny May. Jenny from The Real. Jenny May. Yes. Okay. So she was saying that she's going to be submissive to Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, you know, a lot of you, I saw the comments like between all these, you know, social media blogs. Do you agree or disagree? With what? With her, like, you know, with, like, the whole idea of women should being um, submissive to their um, partner. Is that your absolute statement? Women should be submissive to their partner. Do you, th- do you think women should be submissive to their partner? I think it's more nuanced than that. It's not as simple as women should be submissive to their partners just because they're women. Mm -hmm. One thing that I found that works in my relationship is that submission works both ways. Mm -hmm. And it's based off of each other's strengths. If I'm better with the money, why am I submitting to somebody who's not very good with money when it comes to finances? Mm -hmm. Whoever is, I think we each lead based off of our strengths. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think that that's where submission kind of gets muddied and kind of like controversial mm-hmm. is when it's this person needs to be the lead and that person needs to be the follower and that's that. Mm-hmm. That's not how things work. It, I mean, and that, that may work for certain people's relationships. Like, excuse me. Mm-hmm. However, I personally find that in my relationships and, and in my world, I have somewhere I'm trying to be. I'm trying to go far. There are certain goals that I would like to attain in my marriage and in my relationships and just in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I would be able to 
attain those goals and reach those heights if I'm following someone blindly. Okay. I think that it's important to submit to someone based on their strengths. Mm -hmm. And that way my strengths can also be highlighted as well. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if I'm good with decorating and mm -hmm. this person that I'm with is no good at decorating at all. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to you like, okay, that purple and that green <laughs> doesn't really go together. I would expect, <laughs> I would expect, or I would, I would honor someone who could submit to what I'm saying or submit to my direction in that particular topic. So I do believe in submitting. I believe that submission is important. I think that humility is needed in order for a relationship to work. Submission is okay. I'm not anti-submission. Mm -hmm. I'm anti-blindly submitting, if that that's makes weird. sense. No, that's true. Cause, and that's like what, um, there was this one comment. Um, I forgot what the lady, what this one lady had said. She said, she's like, exactly what you said. She just said, women, you guys, there's a difference between submitting blindly, but knowing that foundation. If yeah. I know that man is leading me to the gold, of course I'm going to submit. I'm like, okay, he knows where he's going. But if he's leading me to trial and tribulations over and over again, that make it but make sense. But it's not even just trial and tribulation. It may just be that this person is trying to lead me when they're not fully well, they're not well versed on what they're trying to lead me on. Mike is bomb at stocks. I feel like I'm pretty good. Say too. Say too. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty good. But sometimes I have to like hush what I'm thinking and what I'm saying because I have to accept like, okay, he's, he's the, he's more of the expert in that arena. That's you true. know what I mean? That's so I have true. to like humble myself and kind of take it a notch down. I will say that in the beginning of my relationship, submission was hard. Like I saw so many examples of submission where it just looked terrible. And that for me wasn't, Maybe what I was confusing submission for was really control. Yep. Control doesn't include consent. It doesn't include the person. It doesn't include the autonomy of the person who was being controlled at all. I think submission does. You choose to do that. Mm -hmm. You choose, you decide. Mm -hmm. when it's necessary that's true so that's why i don't believe in absolute submission because he will the, this person who's trying to tell you how to balance your checkbook and they don't know how to do math. <laughs> make it make sense <laughs> meanwhile you have a phd in mathematics and they won't listen to you that's not right too oh. mm -hmm. i think that it's a two-way street it is like just like the same thing like to piggyback what you were saying like he's very knowledgeable when it comes to stocks and now who's he? His name is. <laughs> Wait, hold on. He. He who may not if, be named. If he's in the live, he he can put up his um. He can put up his status. <laughs> but he. <laughs> but he's like um, and that's why like like what Kadeem Dean the Arm Dean the artist. He said when people here submit, they do they get triggered. It's like they're thinking that I'm. T it's like I'm being controlled and it's like no it's like basically surrendering like i'm not gonna fight with you on this you know best and i'm gonna let you do let you do I what get you need it, to though. do i get why women get triggered by the word submit let's not ignore no it's not just that let's not ignore the historical context that's not it's like it's understandable why somebody would get triggered by the term submission mm-hmm like women were hard down oppressed. Let's not yeah. act like that wasn't a thing. Now, I, I, I will implore women to kind of understand that now it's in, we're in an era, and I don't want to ignore that this still is happening. It's still happening. Mm -hmm. However, we're in an era where you can kind of pick and choose a little bit more and where submission can work for you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. If this man knows how to make money and I can submit to that, that helps my pocket. That helps Girl. me get my bag. You know what I mean? So it's a matter of 
discernment too. Yeah. It's a matter of discernment. That, that's a big one. That's a big one. That's yeah. a really big one. That's mm. a really, I feel like, I don't know, like, oh, I Ooh, feel like, heart reacting though. I can't, you feel so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like to me, like, like to pick back what you were saying, like with this, when it comes to finance stocks, like just, he's very like logical and analytical and I'm yeah. more like the sky, the earth. And he's just like, Shayna, X, <laughs> Y, and Z. That's it. And I'm like, but yeah. I'm seeing the stars. And he's just like, you know what? Oh, there he goes. He's, he's in the comments. <laughs> hey, so <laughs> looking so, through the grass. Okay. <laughs> So he, so it's like, I had to like, you know what? I'm not, we're not, I'm not going to keep butting heads with you. I'm just going to let you, let you do a thing. I'm just going to listen to you when it comes to stocks. And he's like, send me a text, um, drop buy two shares of X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, oh, right. You get those texts too. Sometimes I want to ask questions, but they don't have time for that. But wait. (laughs) And then it's like, sometimes it's like, okay, Taisha, stop. Like stop, let Girl. him make you money. Exactly, it works. exactly, exactly. Like I remember, I was at work, and, he, <laughs> and he, that's when like Apple was doing the stock split. He uh-huh. was like, "How many shares did you buy?" And I was like, "Uh." He's like, <laughs> did, "He's like, did you start it yet?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "No, started it for lower." And I'm like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." <laughs> and I was like, "And now I don't regret it because I'm I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I I see it. You know, I'm gonna let you do your thing, but." But it takes respect. Mm -hmm. In order to submit, you need to respect and and identify the person's strengths for what it is. Mm -hmm. So where you can really trust, like, okay, if he tells me to dump this stock, and we're talking about stocks, just only stocks as an example. If he tells me to dump this stock, like, I need to be able to trust that he's going to lead me in the right direction, that he's done his research and that he wants what's best and that he knows what he's talking about mm-hmm. to where I'm able to just handle that, you know? Okay. <laughs> and, I, and, and it's just like, um, I don't know. I think it's, 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 it's very, just like when you see a man leading and when you see a woman lead and when she, like, you know, it's, it's, it's powerful. Like, it's just like, Wow. Like, mm-hmm. we can do this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't need to Just like, hold on. I just want to say, even though I'm giving my kids props, just like when I say that we can buy cheaper somewhere else, <laughs> I expect for you, I'm better. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm better at this. I know how to get a deal. <laughs> Let me tell you, I don't. I know uh, what I'm doing. So when I say this, wait, don't do that. Don't buy this there. I got somewhere else and I got a few coupons. Oh my God. (laughs) I expect for you to not be difficult. I expect for you to not think that, like, talk over me. This is Mm -hmm. my domain. Mm -hmm. Submit to what I'm saying as well. Mm -hmm. It's a two way street. Yeah, that's true. I don't see, I don't like that. I don't. I'm like, okay, I just want to buy it now. Okay, so (laughs) you're that. You're that. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to buy it now. Thank you. He's like, no. But I'm sure you have your strengths. You know what I mean? Like, you have your strengths that, that I'm sure that he needs to just hush up and just, yeah. No, ain't no fighting. No, I don't want to fight. I'm not with you to fight. No. You want to? Whew. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end this live and I wanna thank the oh god, they're talking to the comments. I wanna thank you guys so much for tuning in and I wanna thank you as well, Taisha. This is no really problem. This was really fun. I'm yeah. sorry for ruining date night. I hope I'm not you know, answering. He you know, knew. He always knew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a safe trip. Enjoy yourselves in Boston. Did we get through all the questions? I feel like that was we so did. Fast. Is there is there anything that you want to talk? Say anything you want to say? Talk. No, I don't think so. Does ooh, oh, do you wanna... I, I did want to talk about the um, importance of extending yourself grace. Okay, I know that that's talk. like no random. No, we this come is from submission. Talk. We're talking. So I talked about how 10 years ago I would have told myself like it's okay, it's okay to make mistakes. Like it's mm-hmm. like. Don't be so hard on yourself. One thing is that I'm very big on extending myself grace now Mm -hmm. and being gentle with myself 
And I think that sometimes people feel like taking responsibility or accountability looks one way. And for mm -hmm. me, it looks completely different. Mm -hmm. Being able to take responsibility for something or taking accountability for something doesn't have to look like self-abuse. It doesn't have uh. to look like it doesn't have to look like, oh, I'm a shitty person. I'm such a bad person. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to look like that. It can look mm -hmm. like I'm somebody who's learning and I'm going to try my best to take away what I can from this situation. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. I'm not a mm -hmm. bad person. I'm mm -hmm. not, you know what I mean? I think that it's important because I find that a lot of people in my life don't extend themselves grace you know mm -hmm. and they're so hard on themselves and i've been there i've been there and it does nothing mm -mm. it does absolutely nothing your lessons shouldn't be tied to your self-confidence who your lessons shouldn't be tied to your self-confidence mm -mm. you are still bomb mm -hmm. you are still amazing you are still a great person mm -hmm. even in your faults mm -hmm. and don't let anybody teach you or show you otherwise absolutely not you are I, still good as you learn mm -hmm. i think that i think that's so hard because we're in this day and age of social media and these quotes you know sometimes these quotes can be good sometimes these quotes can take it up sometimes and sometimes they bs let's yeah. be honest so it's just like um no still working on it thank you so it's just like if Oh, she said, I'm so, your sister's so proud. Aw. Aw. Hey. I'm proud yes. of you, too. I'm <laughs> so proud of you, too. Aw. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, to me, I, I, like, I'm hard on myself. It's just mm -hmm. like right now, if I, if I look at this live, I'm be like, Shayna, girl, you could have. And then I'm like, embrace it. You know, just you 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 see you watched it now you know now how you gonna yes. how you gonna do better next like you know the next one it's like because i beat myself like i'm like oh my god i'm a failure oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like you know like i trip myself up and i'm like why do you do this to yourself like, no uh, <sighs> there's no need it was no. still bomb it just should be bomber yeah but it, it's, it's you know what i mean if and i mean i feel like this is just bomb period mm -hmm. but if you feel like there's things to be improved on that doesn't like don't attach that to who you are don't internalize things that you need to work on mm -hmm. absolutely not like you're you oh i was like, hold on. I, was, I was like the instagram shut down clarissa, clarissa. hey clarissa in the comments tell mommy to stop calling me <laughs> But yeah, is there's no need to internalize the negative and make like it, there that's that's okay. There's a difference between accountability and negative self-talk. Sometimes we hold ourselves accountable and we're able to tell ourselves like, "Hey, you got to do better X, Y, and Z." And then sometimes our level of accountability looks like you're so dumb why did you do that again yeah why, why would you do that again mm -hmm. you're so dumb that's not accountability mm -hmm. self-sabotage that's not mm -mm. that's negative self-talk yeah <laughs> Girl. that's something else yeah it's it's and it's just like i don't know like it's just so hard i feel like you know like you know we know instagram like everyone's showing the i don't know Showing like the the highlight, you know the highlight, yeah. and it's like we don't know what failure looks like because everyone's just like, you know, like you know, like a, like a picture. Then it's just like, oh, thank you, thank you, Shana, you're doing amazing. Very <laughs> proud of you, ladies. Yes, see, that's that's what you need to sound like in your head. You're so, doing amazing. It's just so much, and it's just like okay, Instagram is. Oh no, Instagram does that. So do you think if anyone, if you like answer two questions, if you want to, like there's a question box and if people want to ask a question or are you done for the night? Yeah, go. I don't mind. Okay. So I if understand. anyone has a question. But I question, feel like you weren't done talking. I will, oh, that's all I had to say. Cause I know. Okay. <laughs> so if anyone wants to answer, um, wants to ask Taisha a question, there's or the Shana. question mark. Or <laughs> the box. Just click it, and I'll see the notification and all of that. So, yeah, but I don't know. It's just 
as women, we don't extend ourselves enough grace. Yes. We do not. I don't think we do. Because yes. just like, you know, um, I don't know, like, being a woman is hard enough, you know, and then trying to juggle whether you're a mom, whether an entrepreneur, like, you know, in a relationship, it's a lot. Like, you know, it's a lot. You got to, like, hold on. Let me make sure my sanity, like, my head to my toe, am I all right? Am I healthy? It's just crazy. Yeah. And another thing is, like, when we do something wrong, when we do mess up, let's say you did something to your significant other, like, it's okay. Like, normalize being able to say, I'm sorry. This is what mm -hmm. I do, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Without groveling. I don't That's need true. to re I don't need to reduce my hum humanity in order to communicate that I'm sorry and I'm trying to do better. I don't That's need true. to beat myself up to do that. I don't need Ooh. to do that. Hold <laughs> up. Okay, what so happened? I have 13, 12 seconds and they're going to end this live. Oh, okay. who's going to end it? Instagram. They're hey. about to end it right now. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I'm I had in... a good time. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome.